Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, gang. And of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin today's podcast with news from FIFA, who say they regret the scenes leading to the suspension of Brazil's World Cup qualifier with Argentina. South American expert Tim Vickery said it was clear from the start that the game was going to be in jeopardy due to Brazil's quarantine legislation. Four of the Argentina squad are based in the UK. You know, the Premier League players, Buendia and uh, Martinez Martin, of Villa yeah. and uh, Lo Celso and Romero of, of Tottenham. Now, the, uh, the the four Argentines, when Argentina played a World Cup qualifier in Venezuela on Thursday, flew to Brazil Friday morning. And it seems that the four Argentines didn't declare that they, within the previous 14 days, they had been in the UK. But it was very, very easy to prove. You just looked at who was playing in the Premier League. From this point, it was clear we were going to have a problem. And uh, the Brazil's uh, uh, health authority on Saturday were already kicking up a fuss. The Sun headline is they've interviewed Aston Villa's chief executive, Christian Perslow. Aston Villa did allow Buendia and Martinez to go to join up with Argentina. But Christian Perslow, having watched the events, the farcical events of Brazil-Argentina, which was called off after seven minutes, Perslow sort of said, look, I don't understand how it happened. It's all very regrettable, very damaging to the sport. It would make any reasonable club executive feel incredibly nervous about releasing players while we're in the midst of this crisis. So essentially, yeah, next month, I don't think we'll be seeing a repeat of this, uh, this shamble. On to England now. This is Jamie O'Hara questioning why Patrick Bamford was picked for the three Lions over Manchester United's Mason Greenwood. Is Patrick Bamford going to play in the World Cup You next never year? know. He isn't. You don't know what can happen in 18 he, he, months. He's not. He's not. I like Bamford. Good player for Leeds. You know, probably deserves a cap. Probably well, there you are, and he's got one. And he's got one. So fair play to him. Fair play to Gareth Southgate for handing him out like confetti. So at the end of the day, I just look at it and think, me, there's a ready-made superstar in Mason Greenwood. Sensational goal from Mason Greenwood. Why is he not playing for England? You're playing against Andorra. You know these games are coming up. Give that man the games that he needs so we can get him ready for when the World Cup comes around because he's the ready-made superstar in the making. We know Bamford's a good player. He's reliable. He's a good Premier League striker. But for me, it's just, why? Why are we doing it? But you play Bellingham, you play Phil Foden, you give them opportunities. Why are you holding back Mason Greenwood? Get him on the pitch. What you say you are a superstar. Then have no fear, the cameras here. 
Time now to hear from the former England midfielder Danny Murphy on Trent Alexander-Arnold or TAA as I like to call him and why he doesn't understand the need to rush his transition into being a midfielder just yet. I have to say I echo those views Mr Murphy. Echo those, echo views, those views Mr Murphy. Echo that you get the joke. People talk about the possibility of him playing in midfield because of his wonderful creativity and the amazing way in which he can open up a defence from more or less anywhere on the pitch. So it's it's obvious the chat about him being in midfield is there and consistent, but there's no rush on it for me, whether he ends up playing midfield or not. Right now, we have to just enjoy what we're watching with him. This He's a great cross for the ball, his passing's great, he's playing in a side that's free-flowing, goes forward, he plays with freedom. He's only 22. I mean, he's set these wonderful standards for himself. And then what we do is we want to focus on the negative aspects. You know, he's, we know defensively he's got work to do. Nothing wrong with that at 22 years of age. Not many fullbacks or defenders who at 22 have got it all sussed. Now, the Scotland manager, Stevie Steve Clark, has been speaking ahead of their vital World Cup qualifying campaign tonight away to Australia. Austria, live on TalkSport 2. We'll hear from Sam Matterface as well. But first up, it's Clarky on the importance of picking up points to reach Qatar. I mean, I could have told you that. We've got a really good squad of players. We're all determined to do as well as we can, but maybe the time for talking's gone it's time to get the results so good performance good result that's my only focus I just do my job I, I let other people speculate and talk about what they think we're doing and what what they think we're not doing I'm happy with my players and I think my players are quite happy with me we'll just keep working together and try and do as well as we can for the country that's that's what we do every time we get together I think Steve Clark he's not the most fascinating character in the world he's never going to light up a room is he and certainly he'll get his team well organised though this is a guy who took West Bromwich Albion to 8th in the Premier League and people sort of forget that he did a brilliant job at Kilmarnock as well he's certainly got the ability to set up a team hasn't he and he's taken Scotland to their first international tournament since 1998 we don't want to get too down about him On to domestic issues, and this is Adrian Durham on Andy Goldstein's Monday Drive Time Show. Discussing Arsenal and where they have no leaders. Granit Xhaka was about to go to Roma in the summer and then that was called off. Was it because he had a decent Euros? And since he's started the season, he's got himself sent off in a crucial game that has hurt Arsenal badly. So is that leadership? Thomas Partey, it's not his fault. And I have very, very big sympathy with injured players, but he has been injured a lot since he arrived at Arsenal. That doesn't stop him being a leader, but I'll come back to that in a second. Lacazette, I'm not sure he's shown the leadership or the quality that was expected when he made that move for, what, around about 40, 50 million, something like that. And Aubameyang had a couple of good seasons. Last season was a disaster after signing the contract. And a flicked header beyond Ben Leno to plunge Arsenal further into crisis. It looks like it's gone in off the head of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Turned up late for the North London derby, so you're still looking for leadership from him? I don't know. But he's still skipper. I know, but I think that might be part of the lucrative contract that he signed. Not necessarily that he's the, the best leader at the football club, but because he's captain, he has to be in this leadership group. Now, even when you're injured, say Thomas Partey, even when you're injured, you can still be a leader around the place. You can yeah. still influence some of the young players. So it doesn't matter if he's injured or not, he can still be part of that leadership group. But these lot were all there last season when they ducked out of Europe, massively underperformed, so where was the leadership then? They're all there. Are they suddenly going to turn into leaders now? Because they're part of the problem. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. 
Now, Mohamed Salah could be a target for PSG next summer, according to Danny Murphy. However, he thinks Salah is committed to Anfield and will sign a new contract in the next few weeks. Well, make your mind up, Murphy. PSG. Is a possibility. If Mbappé goes next summer, PSG will want to replace Mbappé with a superstar who can score goals. There's not many better than Salah. He plays off the right. Like does, him. does he want to go and play for PSG? Why? No, I, I would hope not. It's very difficult for me to give perspective on this because would I ever leave Liverpool to go and PSG? No, because Liverpool's my team. Mo Salah, in the past, there has been rumours about him talking about wanting to play in Spain. But if you're talking about going to play in Spain to fulfil a childhood dream, it's very different than talking about being greedy and money. I don't think he's the type of player or person who's going to start demanding double what anyone else is earning at the football club. I'd be very surprised if that was the case. Never say never, but I don't see him being that type. He's always been very respectful in the way he's talked about the club and his passion for the club. Mo Salah again! Spectacular effort! Top far corner! Salah doesn't seem unhappy. He seems, when you watch him play, full of beans, full of energy, full of appetite and desire. He doesn't look like a player who's bored of where he is, who's, who's lost his desire to be the best. It wouldn't surprise me if in the next two months... That deal's done. Now, England's cricketers let a promising position slip away. There's a surprise. To lose the fourth test against India by 157 runs at the Oval. An inspired spell from Jasprit Bumrah means that the tourists are 2-1 up with one test to play at Old Trafford. This is a snippet from Talk Sports Cricket Podcast following on with two-times Ashes winner Steve Harmy Harmison on what went wrong for England's batsmen. Well, I can tell you now, I mean, I'm not a cricket expert, but my guess is they didn't get enough runs and they were out early. So, future advice, get more runs, don't get out, get caught out, LBW or other ways of getting out. I look at England and I don't want to call them soft, as in weak, because they're not, they're not that, but when you get a fast bowler or a mystery spinner, get going, it's very difficult to stem the tide and we've got some excellent players but we've got some players who do buckle under pressure. And I think we did that in the middle period. Take nothing away from Jasper Bummer. He was magnificent. That was as good a spell of reverse swing bowling that you will ever see. But this has happened before and it'll happen again with some of the players that we have in this side. We, we are a bit rabbit in headlights. We don't play situations like this very well. Um, and uh, and Bummer was brilliant. On to cricket legend, Darren Goff, questioning Joe Root's selections with the bowlers. He went with his seamers, but he went with seamers who didn't offer any real threat with pace or have something different, whether it be Yorkers or something different. When you look at that spell today from Bumrah for India, where he got two wickets with full fast, you know what I mean, one was a brilliant Yorker to burst or early on in his innings. It's a perfect delivery. And every team's got to have someone who can do that. And unfortunately for England in this game, with the attack we went into, we didn't have it. And we didn't have that spin threat either, that out-and-out spin threat. On now to Daniel Kelly and the gang on the press box. Talk sport breaking news. Fantastic. Well done and congratulations. Emma Raducanu is through to the quarterfinals of the US Open. She's walloped to Shelby Rogers. It means a lot to have gone out there and um, to have performed. Shelby Rogers is an extremely experienced opponent, so I knew that I'd have to bring it today. And to play on Ash for the first time, I think it was a little bit of a nervy experience in the beginning. And I'm just really proud of myself, how I managed to settle and uh, regroup and find a level that at the end took me to the win. Not only she got to the... A quarter final. She's come through qualifying. 
She's an incredibly bright, intelligent tennis player. She's not one-dimensional. As she said in her previous match, she suddenly realized her opponent was doing something different. Well, then she had the intelligence to work out to try and do something different. And to beat Shelby Rogers, as she's done, who's just beat Ashley Barty and on one of the show courts as well and grabbed the center stage, she is cut with a very different cloth indeed. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talks by Apple, where we get your podcast from. I don't really care. Don't forget, of course, to press that subscribe button. A reminder, at 7.45 tonight, you can hear Australia against Scotland. Austria against Scotland. It's a World Cup qualifier on TalkSport 2. Commentary from Alex Crook and Chris O'Wellema. I'm back on TalkSport today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show alongside the cricketing legend that is Darren Goff. That'll be at four o'clock. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do. Until then, thanks for... I've done, I mean, I've, the script is done now. There you go. There's your proof. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.